Hey y'all, welcome to the Lead Her Ship podcast. I'm Brittany Howard, a mama of six and top leader of a multi-million dollar team, and I love to talk about leadership topics that maximize our impact in our homes, relationships, and in the marketplace as we endeavor to juggle all of our responsibilities well. This podcast is for Christian mamas who either are leaders in network marketing or who aspire to be. I have coached a lot of people to the six-figure level and beyond, and I'm going to share with you here what I share with my team that has helped us build this business with a long-term focus in mind and have very meaningful relationships throughout the journey. We're going to dive into the emotions and thoughts that come with building a business. We're going to deal with relationship dynamics that come with leading a team, especially when your team happens to be your actual friends. We're going to discuss ways to help your team catch the bigger vision with you and how to coach them to success. And we're going to do it all through a biblical lens. Welcome back. If you've been following along with us for the past several weeks, My first question for you is, are you convinced yet that your thoughts and beliefs have the potential to either make you a million dollars or cost you a million dollars because your thoughts determine how you feel and behave, which determines what results that you are going to create. So your thoughts can literally propel you forward or stop you dead in your tracks. And if you are like me, as I was learning about all of these things, then it is probably glaringly obvious to you at this point which thoughts or what types of thinking you really struggle with and what you need to change. But you're probably wondering, how do I do that? What does this process look like? And is that actually possible? Can I really, truly change my thoughts? Well, we have already established that high performers are not born that way. They do think and behave in very predictable patterns, but these things are learned. They're not born that way. So that fact should give you hope that you also can develop those same qualities and habits that we see high achievers live by. Remember last week when we talked about how high performers are really good at determining what they have control over and what they don't? Well, when it comes to your thinking, you have no control over the unintentional thoughts that your brain is going to feed you on a daily or hourly basis. Every single person on the planet has negative thoughts that pop up, and you do not have control over those. What you do have control over is picking and choosing which thoughts you are going to dwell on and believe. You have control over how you are going to respond to the unintentional thoughts that inevitably pop up. And it takes work and it takes intentionality. One of my favorite quotes is from Jim Rohn, and he says that if you work hard at your job, you can earn a living. But if you work hard on yourself, you can earn a fortune. And my friends, this mindset work is the work that you do on yourself. And it is work. But it is good work, and it is work that bears much fruit if you are willing to engage in it. It's also lifelong work because there will never be a time where you just completely arrive and you don't have to battle negative thoughts 
or be intentional about what you are thinking and believing. There won't ever come a time in your life where you don't have to guard your heart and guard your mind. As a matter of fact, Proverbs 4.23 says that we should guard our hearts with all diligence because from out of it flows the issue of life. So basically that implies that whatever we allow to enter our hearts, if we don't examine and evaluate it properly, it will undoubtedly be expressed in your life through your actions, either in positive or in negative ways. And if you are realizing that you struggle with all kinds of negative thoughts, I want to share with you today a five-step process to change your thinking. Step one, observe your thinking. This is where you allow yourself to become aware of the thoughts that are coming up. And you want to kind of get above your thoughts and look at this kind of from like an outsider looking in to the window of your mind. And then once you identify what the thoughts are, you can name those thoughts and write them down. To help you observe your thinking, I want to ask you a question. What are you avoiding right now? Think about what you need to do in your business right now that makes you feel so uncomfortable that either you dread it or you avoid it. But you don't really know why you avoid it. You know that if you engage in this activity and you do it consistently, it is going to be the thing that drives the needle forward in your business. What is that thing for you? Now, what if you decided that for the next seven days, no matter how scary or how uncomfortable it is, you are going to go do that thing because you are tired of being where you are at and you are so ready to get to the next level. Imagine yourself sitting down to do this thing and I want you to pay attention to the thoughts that come up as you are sitting down to do that thing. Take out a sheet of paper and fold it in half long ways so that you have two columns. And on the left side, I want you to write down every thought that comes up for you as you think about sitting down to do this work. Okay, now for step two. Now that you are aware what you're thinking, step two is identify where these thoughts came from. So your thoughts and beliefs come from three different sources. First place is what you've been taught. Second place is relationships that you have. And third place is your experiences. And your thoughts could come from a combination of any of those three. So evaluate each of those thoughts and identify where they came from. And then you can go on to step three, which is dispute those negative thoughts or untrue thoughts and replace them with thoughts that you choose. So on the right side of that paper, across from the thoughts that you wrote down, Choose another thought that you can replace it with. So, for example, if your thought is, I don't want to bug people or I don't want to be pushy, then you can dispute that thought by saying, has anyone told me that I'm bugging them or am I assuming that? Has anyone told me that I am pushy or am I assuming that they're going to think that? And then you can replace that thought with a more productive thought or a true thought and then you can choose it. 
So maybe instead of telling yourself that you're going to be pushy or bug people, you could choose the thought that what I'm offering is incredibly valuable, but they won't know if I don't tell them. And at some point, they're going to be so grateful to me for their transformation. So you're going to have to think about what you are thinking about and literally dispute your thoughts. And bonus points if you can dispute your thoughts with an actual Bible verse, because you can always bank on God's word to be true. You cannot always bank on your brain to give you true thoughts, but God's word, always true. And as you are going down this list of thoughts, you can literally ask yourself about every thought. Is this what God would say about that issue? What would God say about that issue? Is this what God would say about me? Is this what God would say about this opportunity? Is this what God would say about these products? Now, if you're going through this process of evaluating your thoughts and trying to choose different thoughts that will be true or more productive or more positive, and you run into a snag and you really don't know how to replace that negative thought or you don't know what to replace it with, Shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook Messenger and let me help you because it might be incredibly helpful to create an entire episode with just examples of negative thoughts that every single network marketer encounters and then explain how to replace those specific thoughts. And if you struggle with that thought, chances are, the masses do as well. So find me on Instagram or on Facebook and shoot me a message and you can find that info in the show notes of this episode. So after you have evaluated your thoughts, disputed them, and chosen new thoughts, then you can go to step four, which is find new voices. Remember how I said that your thoughts and beliefs come from three places, what you've been taught, relationships, and experiences, well, pay close attention to the relationships because you are going to become an average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And negativity, it is like the flu. Negativity also kills paychecks, as we have already seen, because if you are believing negative thoughts, it can literally stop you in your tracks from taking the action that would be necessary to get to your goals or get to the next level. So who you hang around, it is actually infectious, either for the positive or for the negative. So think about the most recent three conversations that you have had with people about your business. How did you walk away feeling after each one of those conversations? Did you walk away feeling hopeful, inspired, excited for the future? Or did you walk away feeling doubtful, fearful, drained? It is a very wise thing to monitor the influences that you are allowing into your life. And be very intentional about seeking out relationships with people who are going to build your belief. 
But the people that you personally know are not the only new voices that you need to be adding into your life. You can read good books that build your mindset and your belief. You can listen to good podcasts. You can find unlimited training videos from top producers on YouTube. You just have to be intentional about it and make it a daily habit to fill your mind with something that is going to build your belief and develop your mindset. Do that consistently long enough and you will notice that the unintentional negative thoughts will begin to lessen more and more. They won't ever go away completely, but you will also get to a point where the effect that your negative thoughts have on you has is less and less. Not only that, but you will find yourself as a leader more equipped to offer perspective to your team and help them develop their mindset. And finally, step number five, remind yourself of the truth. Did you know that the brain has to be reminded way more frequently than it has to be taught? Even if you know the truth logically, it's so easy to forget the truth whenever those things are not at the forefront of our mind on a regular basis. I think memorizing scripture and even posting scripture where you will be able to see it every day and be reminded of truths that you need to be reminded of is a very fruitful practice to have in your life. And if you are blessed enough to have people in your life who will lovingly remind you of truths, then you can thank the Lord for that. I also think it's really important for you to pay attention to how you are talking to yourself about yourself. And if what you are saying to yourself is not something that you would tolerate one of your children saying about themselves, then you shouldn't allow yourself to do that to yourself either. And this is where you choose. I'm not going to think that way. I'm going to think this instead. Now, I shared with you guys in a previous episode that when I first started out, I was not a fast starter because I definitely had a lot of negative thoughts that I didn't even realize were holding me back. I was not aware of my thoughts at all. And I sat at the very first rank in the company, which is silver in my company, for 20 months, almost two years. Until I read a book called Switch on Your Brain by Dr. Caroline Leaf. And that book was so eye-opening for me because she takes scripture and marries it with science and shows how science is finally catching up with what the Bible has been saying for thousands of years and how the Bible has a lot to say about the thoughts that we think. And through reading this book, I was reminded, again, there's a key word, reminded, that step five in our process, remind yourself of the truth. But as I was reading this book, I was reminded of scriptures that I had read many times throughout my life, but had never applied them or recognize the value of them in the way that she was describing. She even went so far as to describe how thoughts, which are a metaphysical thing, can actually affect you physically 
which I found to be so interesting. But we do read that all throughout the Bible too. Psalm 51 is one example of that. But reading that book really was just so eye-opening to me about the power of my thoughts. And up until that point, I would say that I wasn't really and truly all in because I didn't really and truly believe that I could be very successful at it. But once I recognized that my thoughts were holding me back and I decided to go all in, I did become a six-figure earner within a year. And as much as I would like to tell you that changing my thoughts that one time propelled me all the way to the top of my company, that actually was not what happened. What happened in reality was I got to that six-figure level and then I stayed at the same rank for two years. And when I eventually did get to the next rank after that, I sat at that rank for two years. And when I finally did hit the top rank in the company, it was about six and a half years after I hit that join now button. And now I have gone well beyond that top rank. And I'm sharing all this with you because I want you to know that when I started this, I definitely did not even come close to having the mindset of a high performer. And sometimes I still don't, which is why this will always be an ongoing process. Imagine the amount of effort that it takes to lose, I don't know, let's just say 50 pounds, not only in your exercise, but also a lot of effort when it comes to your nutrition. Now imagine you get to your weight loss goal and then you stop intentionally putting exercise into your daily routine and you stop being intentional and mindful about the food that is going into your body and you just start eating any and everything that you want. What do you think is going to happen? The same thing would happen to my mindset if I got to my business goal and then stopped putting effort into developing my mindset. And I got a good question from a team member the other day, and she wanted to know what did the process actually look like of developing my mindset along the way? When I started my business, I was in my 20s, and I had been through quite a few things in my life. For starters, when I was 16 years old, I became pregnant with my oldest son, and that brought a lot of shame on my family because my dad was a pastor. We did end up getting married, and it wasn't long before I found out that he had been unfaithful to me many times. We eventually got a divorce, and as a single mom of two little boys, I moved back in with my parents after all those years. I definitely dealt with feelings of deep-rooted rejection and wondered if anybody would ever want me since I was a package deal. I had two little boys. If you've ever heard my story before, then you know that the Lord did provide a husband for me and a father for my two little boys. I call him Mr. Wonderful, but his name is Anthony. And I was so very thankful that I met him when I did because a few months after that, my ex-husband died tragically 
in a car accident. He was only 23 years old, and that was, hands down, the hardest thing I've ever gone through. A little while later, Anthony and I got married, in which I brought into our marriage all of the feelings. All of the shame, all of the pain, every bit of it. A few years later, I found this business opportunity. Suffice it to say that I'm going straight to the top of this company was not my first thought. It was more along the lines of, no one is going to want to do this with me. Why would they? Rejection was not something that I was a stranger to. Now, I had a great marriage with Anthony, and I had been a Christian for a while at this point, and the Lord, I felt like, had totally redeemed my situation and turned my life completely around, and I was content, and I was so happy with my life. But boy, does this business have a way of uncovering every insecurity that you have, plus the ones you didn't know you had. On top of that, I lived way out in the country in the middle of nowhere, and I didn't know that many people at all because I had always been a stay-at-home mom, and I'm an introvert. So I just did not come into this thing with guns a-blazing like my upline did. However, I am incredibly and eternally grateful that she saw something in me. She believed in me, and that got me through for a while, but borrowed belief was only going to get me so far. I was going to have to develop my own belief. And that is exactly what I have spent the last nine years doing. And now here I sit, honestly, nowhere close to where I aspire to be, but a whole lot further than where I thought I would be at this point in the game. And I feel so strongly that If I can do this, I know that anyone can do this. It really is a simple process that you just have to be willing to engage in and make it a daily habit. So back to my team member's question about how I did that, what that process looked like for me. Well, it looked like a combination of a lot of different things. I definitely got on team calls that were led by successful people or people that did have the mindset that this could be done, and I would leave those calls with changed perspective and sometimes just simple awareness of what you are thinking is all that is needed to change the thought and choose a different one. Those people that I would get on the team calls with, they also became my friends. And so my relationships, I became very particular about who I was surrounding myself with. And on top of that, I read books that would develop my mind and offer me different perspective and change my thinking. I listened to podcasts. I would listen to inspirational or motivational YouTube videos. And I didn't do all of this on the same day, and I wasn't doing it, doing this all day, every day even, but I did do it every day. I definitely had and still have a daily habit of listening to something, reading something, having a conversation with someone that is going to build my belief. 
one of the hardest questions for me to answer when I am talking about this subject of mindset is when someone says, if you have someone on your team who struggles with mindset, what book should they read? And to be honest with you, that question is so hard to answer because there's not just one book. If there was one book that somebody could read and it would fix all of their mindset problems, then we would all read that book and all be millionaires, right? It's just going to be a lifelong process. I could recommend a list of 10 books that you could read that would offer you perspective and help you to think like a high performer, but the process won't ever be completely finished. Even if you read all 10 books, you still would have to be intentional about the daily mindset work. And it doesn't always have to look as intentional as sitting down with your piece of paper and writing out your thoughts or running through thought models. Sometimes it's just a matter of your input overcoming what your brain is trying to output. And I just want to leave you with this for today. If I can do this, you for sure can do this too. Not a matter of if you're able, just a matter of if you're willing to do what it takes. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Be sure to check out my website, BrittanyHoward.com, for more content on the blog. And if this was at all valuable to you today, could you do me a favor and share it? Don't forget to tag me. Talk to you soon.